Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Your host is Olivia Barrett. She has found a unique way to tell others about kingdom ideas and kingdom responses that have impact in your everyday. She takes you through the moments before and after the big events of the Bible and helps you discover the kingdom idea that transforms the entire story. This program is meant to make kingdom life exciting, new, and simple. Stay tuned for today's kingdom topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. We're in Judges 6. So it's about, you know, what, halfway down that chapter um, is where the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon. And the Lord said to him, "Um, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Wow. He already called him a mighty warrior. Okay. Pardon me, my Lord. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And that is actually another story of they um, have been basically another group of people have um, oppressed them, taken all of their harvest for many, many years, and they have lived in such scarcity. Okay. And then the Lord um, turned to him and said, go in strength that you have to save Israel out of the hand of this group of people. Um, And this is so good. Um, The Lord turned to him and said, go in strength you have and save Israel. Oh, okay, already, sorry, I already said that. And he said, pardon me, Lord, but how can I save Israel? This is so good. My clan is the weakest and I am the least in my family. Okay, so like, let's backtrack just a minute. So when Gideon was greeted, he actually was greeted as a mighty warrior. The Lord is with you is what it said. The Lord is with you. Now, um, just a quick little like reminder um in the old testament the holy spirit was not there which meant not every person got a chance to hear god so god had to actually come in person or through angels right like he he came tangibly um in ways like you'll you remember you know things with moses right like all those great things that he experienced with god were tangible you know the prophet they heard tangibly, you know, God would have to speak through certain people because they were blessed to do that. Then it wasn't every person. Right. So this is so unique because Gideon was not considered a prophet. But here's what he said. He was actually the weakest of his group and the least of his family. So let me say real quick. Not only did he not think high of himself, but it sounds like nobody else did either. And when the Lord came to him through this angel, he called him. Not only did he say, um, you're a mighty warrior. He actually said, the Lord is with you. Meaning like, hey, listen, I know there's not a lot of people who experience God in that way right now, but it's going to be you. The Lord is with you. Like, what kind of encouragement is that? It's it's really mind-blowing. Um, and the Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all of these people, leaving none of them alive. 
And Gideon replied, if I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. And then it's like, okay, please don't go away. Like, I, I need to go get this offering together. I'm going to make you an offering and, and I'm going to do this right here in front of you. Please don't leave. And, and I love this. You know, the angel of the Lord said, I'll wait until you return. Okay. So it's this beautiful picture of, okay, wait, like, wow, I, I think I understand there's something happening here. God is with me. There's some favor that's here that I've not experienced before. I am going to go bring this offering and please don't leave. <laughs> and the angel's like, no problem. I'll stay right here. Okay. So this is so good. So he brings it back and, um, See, the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread with the tip of the staff that was in his hand. Okay, that's kind of cool. And then fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the Lord face to face. I've seen the angel of the Lord face to face. I want you to know that that was a real scary moment for people in the Old Testament. Anyone who thought that they were going to see God face to face, they thought they were going to die. And this is so beautiful. The Lord said to him, now this is real interesting. This is no longer the angel because the angel disappeared. This is the Lord himself. So the promise already happened. So the angel said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior, right? And then he said it again, and he said, uh, the Lord will be with you. The Lord is with you, basically, as you pursue these people. And then after the offering, the angel disappeared. Then it says, the Lord said to him, the Lord, it wasn't the angel anymore. So the promise of saying the Lord is with you actually happened right here. The Lord said to him, peace. Do not be afraid. You are not going to die. Now, this is kind of a moment here where Gideon was saying, so no longer was he saying, I am the weakest. I am the least of my family. I mean, like his tribe was the weakest and he's the least of his family. It was putting him basically at the bottom of everything. Um, he was recognizing something special is happening and God is doing it. So he recognized it. Like, isn't that great? Like, even it, after he said what he wasn't great at, he recognized something was special was happening. And that is when the Lord showed his promise to him. And the Lord said, so the Lord spoke to Gideon. It wasn't the angel anymore. The angel had to come and be a little bit of that boost of confidence. But then when Gideon realized as soon as the offering was burnt and the angel disappeared, that he had actually experienced what he didn't know could happen to him. So peace, do not be afraid. You are not going to die. God is not going to kill him because Gideon was in the Lord's presence. And that was a common fear in the Old Testament, that if you were in the presence of God, it would be too powerful for you and you would just die. Okay, so this is great. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it, the Lord is peace. All right, the Lord is peace. So if you're actually sitting here thinking, what in the world? Like, how in the world is this tangible in my life? Like, the story of Gideon is pretty amazing. You know, to think that, Someone who was the least of his clan. Like, I mean, so I mean, he was the least of the least. Like he, um, his tribe was the weakest. 
you know, so that meant he didn't, they didn't have a lot of responsibility. They weren't counted on. They were probably looked down upon by, by other people even, but then he was the least in his family. So not only was he part of the weakest tribe, he was the least. And, and there's a chance that either that was the youngest or it was, you know, something um, did not favor him. And so he was the least and he was not given a lot. So he didn't have a lot. Um, to show like his, his privilege or his position in his family. But God said to Gideon, Hey, listen, not only are you a mighty warrior, the Lord is with you. And then when Gideon realized it was true, that was when the Lord spoke to him. And I just think, wow, like, well, what if we were to go through this a little bit? Like we could bring this into our tangible world. Let's do this. Okay. So Gideon wasn't sure of himself. Now, actually, I'll, if you backtrack a little bit more in his story, he was hiding. He was threshing wheat in a wine press. And what I read about that is that he was doing that because the people who were oppressing them were not going to look for wheat in a wine press. So he was actually hiding. He was trying to do something to create some wheat, which on some level was really smart, but he was hiding. He was hiding from all these people who were oppressing. Okay, so not only was he hiding when God came to him, but he did not think very high of himself and neither did the people around him because of, of his status and his position. Um, that was really important then, but this is how he saw himself. And so when the angel of the Lord greeted him, he greeted him basically in two ways. He spoke to him in a way that spoke directly to his core, the thing that God saw in him, mighty warrior. Now, I mean, why in the world would you call the least of the least, right? The weak, so it's the least of the weakest is what it is. The least of the weakest is now called the mighty warrior. Why would the mighty warrior, or why would this man be called a mighty warrior? Is it because he had done that before? It's not. It's actually because it's what God saw. God saw inside this man. He has the ability to become a mighty warrior for God. And so he was greeted in that. So this is actually a way that God speaks to us. He speaks to our core. He speaks to our identity. He speaks to the place that I am the weakest. But he doesn't do it in a way like that sometimes maybe as a parent would, you know, like with discipline. I mean, discipline comes, but that's not how he comes at a weak place. He actually comes speaking to you in a place of confirmation. He is going to say to you, you are a beloved daughter in the moment where I don't feel loved at all. Right. I mean, this is what he does. So not only did he come to Gideon, he came to Gideon in a place where he needed to be strengthened. So inside his core where he was weak and he was hiding, he spoke mighty warrior. Now, listen, this is the second thing that I want to just drive home. The Lord is with him. The Lord is with him. Now, at this time, like I said, um, there weren't many people. I mean, it was like handfuls of people that had been with God. The, the Holy Spirit was not there. So, you know, God had to just kind of pick and choose some people that he knew could be a mouthpiece for him. He was not speaking to everyone. I mean, talk about, wow. So for him to come into a place of the Lord is with me, 
Like, I mean, can you hear it in his voice? Like in the question, the Lord is with me. Like, if, have you been in that with God? Is the Lord with me? Are you kidding me? Do you know who I am? Do you know what I've done? <laughs> do you know what I keep picking? Like, do you know how hard the relationship is I am in right now? And, and you're saying the Lord is with me. There is power on that. And I just, I release that to you guys, like what it would mean that you would recognize the Lord is with you, like the Lord is with you, just like he was with Gideon, you know, in the place that he was hiding, you know, he was doing something to actually provide for himself, which is interesting, but he was doing it in a place of hiding, you know, and then obviously internally, he he did not think very high of himself, but the Lord was with him. Is that what he said? So that is in your tangible world. Like you're thinking about how do I confirm that this is from God? Well, he speaks to your core. He's going to speak to an identity inside of you. Something that is maybe like it's it's like a wrong belief, like something that you didn't know was not true about you. Um, and he'll start speaking to that over and over and over Um so you'll know that's his voice. If it's about identity or something inside your core, the second thing you know it's going to be God's voice is when you know it sounds like something very personal is happening. <laughs> it's something that nobody else could create for you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you and he is going to show you and prove to you that he is with you. And so this usually comes in lots of different forms, but it is confirming that he is with you. He knows you. He knows something you need. He is going to provide for you right when you need it. You're just going to be like, what? How did he know? And you're like, oh, that's right. I told him I needed that $500. And what? There it is. I mean, wow, I have a really amazing story. And sometime I'll get a chance to dive into all these great stories where literally I know it was God, you know, like it happened. It was the voice of God that happened for me, but it became like an experience because the Lord was with me. The Lord was with me. So it became an experience. Now, the, the next thing that I want to um, really talk about here, which I think is really beautiful is the excitement that Gideon showed when he realized, oh, are you showing me favor? Like, I hear you. Are you showing me favor? And he wanted to do something for God. And, and the angel was kind enough to basically go, I'm not going anywhere. Go do what you need to do. And he wanted to show, I, I am so grateful for what you're saying. And I'm giving you an offering. Like, isn't that so great? Um, obviously, he didn't have very much at the time. So I don't know like how much of maybe the food for that day he actually had given as this offering. Like we don't know that, but um, it was something he did because he was so excited. Like he was so excited. I've got to give you an offering. I need to say thank you. And he does this offering and, and it's great because in this offering, it he basically was saying, I just, I need to know for sure that this is still you. <laughs> like that this is still like what I think it is. Like I'm going to give you this offering and then it burned up right in front of him because the angel touched it. And to him, that represented like every single question I had was answered right then. And God will do that. God will do that for you. He will actually confirm something in your life by a touch, 
by something that he did. And it, it'll mean everything to you. Like it'll mean absolutely everything. And you'll go, that was God's voice. Like, so it's this tangible way of showing you, um, yes, he touched something and that that, that became an understanding or it became clear or an experience for you. But listen, here's the thing, you know, before we shift into some other things, I want to tell you, and this is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Like I was loving it, that it was in yesterday's and and it's here today as well. But it's that moment where um, the the Lord's voice spoke to Gideon. It was no longer the angel. It was the actual Lord. And he says, do not be afraid. Like, I know actually what's happening right now in you. Like, I mean, how great is that? Gideon didn't have to tell him he was afraid. <laughs> the Lord knew it. And the Lord said to him directly, I'm speaking directly now to you. Do not be afraid. You are not going to die. And it just solved that moment of, okay, so I see favor while wow, there's confirmation, but now I hear the Lord and he says that it's okay that I hear him. <laughs> like, like, it's okay. I'm not going to die because I'm in his presence. You know, it's okay. If some of you have been there, um, I've actually experienced that too. So, um, but that's so good. But listen, I want you to know, like, there was so much peace on Gideon from who he had, like who he was for his whole life. Like, you know, he had always been the least of the weakest to now being favored. And he was with God, right? And he was a mighty warrior. What in the world? All of this was happening in this moment. There was so much peace on him from receiving all of those different things from God, that that's what he said, you know, and see what God, when God said, peace, do not be afraid. This is where he built an altar to God. And and in that, in that place, like it's this place of, I'm remembering right now what happened. Like I'm going to mark this moment. This moment is where I experienced peace in a way that I didn't know was coming. So like, you know, if there was torture inside of Gideon, because he was always thinking he was the weakest, he was the least, right? For God to say, actually, guess what? I am with you, which is not every person. I have favored you. You know, I am speaking directly to your core. You're a mighty warrior. You're, you're not going to die. There is peace here. It just rested on Gideon because what he did, he called this place that he built, the Lord is peace. He didn't call it the peace altar. He didn't call it like, let's come around and experience peace. He said, the Lord is peace. I mean, he gave it that name. And I just think that like, that's exactly what it means. When you are confirming the voice of God, it is going to happen maybe in different ways. It's going to happen in a way he is confirming because he is speaking to your identity. He is confirming because he is telling you he is with you. Oh man, that's so powerful. Like I can keep feeling that every time I say it, whew, he is with you. Like God is with you. He's with me. Like, I know that's why I'm feeling it. But um, and really what it means that you are seeking out that peace, like you're you're getting to the place of where when you are spending time with God, you're letting him speak to your core. You're letting him remind you that he is with you. Right. You're not alone in it. You're actually moving forward. He is there 
right? Then you are actually, if you need to, confirming, hey, I'm going to, I just need to thank you. I'm going to actually give this to you, but I kind of want you to confirm that this is you. I mean, even after I give it to you and he does, you know, there's a blessing on something that you've already given to him, you know, but then what it means that as these things, you're hearing them from God, you're experiencing them from God, he is confirming. So let's say that you go to him in a direction question. I, God, do I need to take this job? Okay. But what he wants to speak to is identity. And you start saying yes to that. Even though that's not the direct answer, you're going to say yes, because you're sensing he wants to speak to something in your core. Wow. Well, then now you are experiencing he is with you. Oh my goodness. Like, is this for real? Like this is actually happening in your real world. Okay. It's happening right now. He is with you. And then you're like so excited. You want to do something for him. So you do. And now there's blessing on what you did, right? Because he touched it. He just touched it and it, and it became like an offering for him. Right. But then you realize that he is speaking and you begin to hear his voice like literally. And I don't mean like, like the person sitting beside you. I mean, he's giving you a new thought. He's giving you a new idea. He is giving you a new emotion. He is changing something in you that is connecting to, to all these things that you're looking for. And then do you know what happens? You experience such peace about the question you're seeking God over. And it's helping to confirm where you're going. So now you're like, oh my goodness, I have so much peace. And you know, I'm actually supposed to say yes to that. Or I'm not because there's peace and you recognize now where peace is. I want you to know he uses these things to confirm his voice. Wow. Okay. So who knew that we would be that connected to Gideon today? Um, but that is the kingdom topic, like of his story, like what it would mean that you would be that connected to the voice of God. Okay. So we are in a special moment, actually, in all of this, like, um, this is a place in the challenge where I love to give you guys a blessing. Like there really is a time of blessing, you know, after you hear information or after you're experiencing something brand new or, you know, God is saying, oh my goodness, like I want you to hear my voice and go after the confirmation, like go after it, go after what you need um, to be confirmed in something like a direction or a decision or, you know, even something internally that you need. And so um, I just love this and I want to bless you with it. So let me bring on a friend. Um, she is here. Some of those really important things that you were saying. Um, oh, my goodness. I love that picture. And that is definitely for somebody in our group today. And so um I just pray that blessing as well, like the blessing over where you've been sleeping, like where you've been sleeping, where you didn't even know, like you could wake up that the prince is there. He is kissing you and waking you up um, into this reality. Oh, my goodness. And so I just I claim that truth over um, this group, this Facebook group for the people who will be listening um, on the radio to this, like we claim this right now in your life, like that it's true 
that you have been beautiful to him while you were sleeping. Like you've been sleeping and he knew it. And and he calls you beautiful even while you're sleeping. But he is coming to wake you up because there are things that you need to know about yourself that will actually activate the kingdom around you and how valuable it is for sleeping beauty to be awake. And so we just claim this picture and, and I just, I, I bless this as well. Like that this would really be a, a big moment for someone who is really trying to figure out how do you hear the voice of God? Like, how do you hear it? Well, guess what? God loves speaking to your core. He loves speaking to who you are, even in the middle of your big question about what to do. <laughs> Where do I go? How does this work? And he wants to speak to your core. Let him speak to your core and wake you up. Like, let him do that. Would that be a true thing that happens in your life in a tangible way where you recognize the voice of God? Can't wait. Um, you know, it's so funny how day one and day two connect, you know, the way that you hear God is also a way how you can, it can be confirmed in your life too. Like, you know, I mean, for me to ask a question and for God to speak through one of my children, oh my gosh, it happens all the time. And it's like, wow, quick, hold on. I need to write that down. And they'll be like, right, mom. I just, and they say it one more time just so that I can get it. But then it's gone. And I'm like, wow, like, thank you, God. Like, and I mean, I really just want to say like the blessing of how we initially hear him can be the ways that he confirms. So you can hear through people, you can hear through music, you know, you can definitely hear through scripture. So know that all of that's connected. And I just really love that. So thank you, Kathy, for bringing that back to us. But um, the last thing. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We want you connected to kingdom topics that move and shape your week. Olivia believes in creating partnerships for Let's Talk Kingdom. People who know that kingdom topics and kingdom approaches add value and multiply what God is doing in your life. She wants you to become a monthly partner of Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. For a few minutes each week, I share how I understand big things in the Bible. It's exciting to me to speak about how God helps us understand what the kingdom can look like in our world, but through his eyes. This investment in you is one of the most exciting things I do. So I ask you to invest back into Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Let's explore together what God is saying in these kingdom topics. Become a partner and give towards the kingdom conversations that are transforming your life. You can find us on ltkradio.com and click on the partner tab to give your monthly gift. I'm excited you're here. Visit ltkradio.com and click on the partner tab. Become a monthly partner and watch Kingdom Conversations grow around you. Olivia wants to offer you a lifetime membership to the mini course called Direction in Detail. It takes the confusion and doubt out of hearing God's voice and jumpstarts your confidence in listening for God's direction. Get this exclusive offer at ltkradio.com. Look for the Lifetime Membership tab and click on the mini course called Direction in Detail. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week.